Okay, so hello, 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 and welcome to the Before You Get Married podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Terry, and today I am here with our first ever male guest. So welcome to St. George Pennant. St. George, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Terry. It's a pleasure to be here. I feel honored to be your first male guest. There's a lot of pressure, but I'll try to make you guys look good. You call me Dr. Terry. A lot of people don't call me doctor, but yes, uh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. I had a conversation with um, my boss because uh, I'm a tutor at, at my school and she's a doctor in her field as well. But like you, she's very humble. So I always like the trouble. She's like, you can call me my, my, my first name. So like, All right, for a compromise, I'll call you doctor. Your first and name. Your first name. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> All right. have been tuning in you would have known that last week we had Marisol Wright Pennant and so St. George Pennant is actually her husband and so I think it's really interesting that we're going to get his perspective on this whole um, marriage idea of marriage so St. George you didn't grow up in the church right yeah, not fully. Um, my grandmother was a Seventh-day Adventist, but she passed when I was younger. And uh, my parents were in and out until my later teen years, so not really. Okay. Uh, did you have dreams of getting married one day? Um, yes, but in my older years, after I had all my worldly fun, so I, I didn't envision myself getting married uh the age that I'm currently am right now. Okay. You said you envisioned getting married at a certain point. Was this before you became a Christian or after? Uh, this was before I became a Christian. Okay, so you did want to get married. So even as a non-Christian, you saw getting married as an important goal. Why? Um, I didn't really see it as an important goal. I just thought it was an, an inevitable goal. At some point, you know, that as a guy, I'm like, okay, eventually I'm going to get old. You know, I'm probably going to need companionship at some point. I'm probably going to want to have children at some point. So, you know, to do the right thing and have my child grow up in a two-parent household, because I think the structure of a family is very important when it comes to bearing a child. Um, that's when I envisioned myself getting married, but that was in my 40s or maybe 50s. Okay. Oh, 40s or 50s. Yes. Yeah. 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 Later on, like, like I said, after I had all my worldly fun here. Yes. But who would you have been having kids with in your 40s and 50s? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, guys, get a hot young thing, you know, and yeah, just, just build a life. You know, I, I want, I, when I was growing up, I tried to make sure that I could do everything on my own. So I wouldn't necessarily need a woman. To help me with anything so I can cook really well, I can iron, you know, I can take care of myself. So I just I, I, I didn't really see myself getting married at the age that I'm currently am right now, before I was a person. Okay. And you're in your 30s, right? Yes. Exactly. Because you keep on saying in your current age, but the listeners don't know what you look like or age, how old yeah. you are. All right. Um 
you said two things. So marriage for you is really about companionship and having children. Um, so that was before I was, um, I became a Christian and was baptized. Um, marriage for me you now encompasses a lot more. It is building a life with someone, growing together, um, being a true partner in a sense of um, whether wherever she's falling short, I can pick it up. Um, wherever I'm falling short, she can pick it up as well. Um, I, uh, someone told me this and it really stuck. Um, a lot of people have a misconception of relationships and marriage. I believe it's supposed to be a 50-50. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I'm, I'm a relationship and a marriage should be 100-100. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not giving 100% one day, my wife is still is, so we're still 100% as a whole. You know, mm -hmm. if one day, you know, she's giving 80%, I'm still giving 100%. So as a whole, we're still 100%. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as I said, wherever she's falling short or one day or vice versa, you know, we help each other and, you know, we grow in terms of wealth, personalities, rearing children, you know, we truly become one as, as the Bible defines it. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, he completes me or she makes me whole. And the truth is that, as you rightly said, you should enter into your marriage whole and complete. Um, it's two complete people, two people at a hundred, giving a hundred um, exactly. in order to form a healthy and wholesome union. Exactly. Totally agree. Um, so you said that you... Um, you wanted to have your fun before you, you got married, that sort of thing. Do you think that guys are less likely to want to get married when they're younger? And why? 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 <laughs> um, so that is kind of a complicated question in regards to you have to think about it from two different sides. You have to think about it from the worldly side and the Christian side. Um, most, just speaking from my experiences, um, most guys who are of the world don't really see themselves getting married at a young age, especially with everything that is put through media and music and you know the glamorous lifestyle of having uh, multiple women and multiple baby mothers and all that you know, foolishness. Sorry, no judgment to anybody out there. Um, you know, having flashy cars and big houses and, you know, a whole lot of money. But that, to me, isn't healthy. And I will divulge more into that a little bit. But um, I would say if you're a Christian and you grew up inside a church, your views on marriage might be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, I would hope you have a healthy understanding of what a relationship should be and what it is and bring that into a marriage in regards to um you start your union at a fairly fairly young age in your mid-20s i would say um after everybody's you know finished high finished high school college so on and so forth um you've learned more about yourself um you know the type of person you are and you know the type of relationship you want with someone else. 
and you know what you're willing to give in that relationship. Um, and uh, for me, another important thing is getting counseling, premarital counseling, mm -hmm. so that you know what a marriage fully entails in terms of finances, communication. Um, if you guys want to have children, what that ha um, what that entails, um, building wealth. Um, uh, for me, as a black black man, um, building wealth is extremely important uh, because, unfortunately, for us as a people, it is it is harder for us to attain wealth in. In, in the country that I'm currently living in, I'm, you know, I'm currently living in the United States. Um, and not saying it's it's hard, well, not saying that it's- Impossible. It's impossible, thank you. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a little bit more challenging for us. So you want someone that has the same mindset as you mm -hmm. in regards to you guys are going in the same direction. So um, premarital counting for me, was very important because it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't really thinking about um, when it comes to getting married. Okay, you said that, you know, I mean, people should be thinking about getting married after they have finished college, after they've learned more about themselves. Um, do you think that's a, a, a general guideline like, finish school first and then you know like because that's yeah um well the reason, that's important well to a certain extent not everybody goes to college we already know that mm -hmm. but um right out right out of high school i think um you're not mature enough to handle a relationship as yet mm -hmm. not everybody you know there's still a certain percentage of the population that make it work but majority of the population, I would say, we're not mature enough to handle everything that entails a, a complete relationship. Mm. Um, so after, after high school and, you know, the first, you know, the, your first degree, which is about four years, roughly, um, you get to learn more about yourself. You get to learn more about the world. You get to learn more about, you know, economics, finances, um, you know, how people relate to each other. Um, and you never know while you're in college, you might find someone that you want to have a relationship with. They want to build a life with. So for me, I think that college or the, 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 the first four to six years after high school is really important in regards to building, um, who you are, who you're going to become, um, for, um, for the rest of your life, I would say, or majority of your life. And where does that knowledge come from? The school of life, does it come from your parents? Where does that knowledge of yourself come from for you? That knowledge, it, it comes from a combination of everything for me. It comes from your parents, because you've, if, if you're from a two-parent household or a single parent, you come from, you, you will see what your parents were like or parent, parent relationship was like. So you get to decide if you want to have the same relationship or not. Mm. Um, you have more interactions with different people because you're not older. So you get to interact with older people in regards to your peers. So your mentality changes, your mindset um, changes and you uh, mature. Um, you also get to, uh, 
I would say, have more real-world experience in regards to paying for stuff. Like <laughs> parents were paying for um, rent, um, you know, car insurance, gas, food, you know, the basic necessities. Mm-hmm. So you get, to, you get a better understanding of what your finances need to be in regards to taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And no, you have to multiply that by two if you're taking care of somebody else. Because um, uh, as a man, you, ah. as a man, you're supposed, you don't ha- have to always be the breadwinner, but as a man, predominantly, you're supposed to be the breadwinner and be the one taking care of your family. Um, so okay. you, you, get that, you get that understanding um, as you mature more. And I don't think, right out of high school, you have that full world understanding as yet. As, it's interesting. You know, mommy and daddy, are, your parents take, took care of majority of your things, majority of your expenses and majority of your life while you're in high school. <laughs> the primary rule as a, as a man is to be a protector and the person responsible for taking care of his family. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that mm. encompasses a lot, not just finances. As I said, the primary responsibility of a man is to protect and yes. take care of his family. Preach the word out there. Preach the word out there, St. George. I agree with that 100%. Um, you spoke a little bit earlier about having the same mindset and going in the same direction. And that same direction for you as a Christian um, or as a non-Christian, is it the same thing? When you talk about same direction, do you mean going to heaven or do you mean in terms of wealth or what do you mean when you talk about the same direction so as a christian because when i became a christian my 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 mind and my lifestyle of being a non-christian completely changed i'm no longer of the world um so that that takes care of that the non-christian side of it um as a christian no to me that encompasses everything it encompasses moving in the right direction in regards to you both want to make it to heaven mm-hmm. um you both want to make sure that um you're moving in the right direction financially you're moving in the right direction spiritually emotionally physically health wise um, um you are of the same mindset in regards to you know rearing children you want to see who is you know the the person that is stricter parents or lenient parent but at the same time, you know, children always have a tendency, mommy, can I get this? Mm-hmm. No. Um, Daddy, can I get this? Yes. You want to make sure that you guys are on the same page as that when it comes to children as well. Um, and as I said, you know, communication is the key. Communication is the most important thing. So as long as you guys are communicating about where you guys are and where you guys want to go, you know, have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a, a one-week plan, Whatever it is, you know, yeah, one week plan comprises of, okay, honey, I'm cooking this today. Is that okay with you? Or we're going grocery shopping. Is there anything that you want us to get? You know, you know, communication is key. Mm. You spoke about, you know, a five-year plan, 10-year plan, even a one-day plan. By the way, guys, he just threw something at his wife and stuck his tongue out at her i'm just letting you know (laughs) all right yes um having fun in a relationship is also key you know you guys have to play together as well and if you listen to last week's episode which he hasn't listened to yet by the way george have you listened to it 
No, I have not. I went to play um, football the same thing about having fun in the relationship. And I mean, some of the things that you've said also are uh, resonate with what she said um, last week. Um, you spoke about having a, you know, a five-year plan, one-day plan, 10-year plan. What for you are the things that, do you have individual goals and couple goals? So what are the things that need to be together for you? And what are the things that are separate for you personally? Good question. Um, remember, we are two different individuals who are 100% who they are coming together. So um, you still maintain your individuality in a marriage. You're still who you are. So you're still gonna have differences. You're still gonna have likes and dislikes. For example, um, I'm a Manchester United fan. My wife is an Arsenal fan. Okay, so you're a Manchester United fan and your wife is an Arsenal fan, yes. yeah. That, that doesn't mean that I don't love her still. You're <laughs> for different teams, which is fine. And I have colleagues who say that you can't have a household that is divided. So that's not a household divided. So sport, you cheer for two different teams. Um, you know, I get to celebrate when my team is victorious. He does the same. Um, so you still maintain your individuality. Um, there's, there's things that she like that I don't like. Um, and so to speak, you know, you, you drive two different cars. <laughs> you know, they're, she likes the new Honda, I like the new Toyota, you're still gonna maintain your individuality. Right. Um, but in terms of couple goals now, yes, there are a couple goals because like I said, financial building, a wealth building is extremely important to us. So, you know, we communicate as to how we are going to invest our money. Um, we've, you know, we invest in the stock market, cryptocurrency, um, we're talking about buying you know apartment buildings or so on and so forth that's what you do as a couple um if you guys want if if you want to have children you have to discuss that as a couple you have to make sure when you do have children you're on the same page as example i i, I said before you know um child can't come to, to mommy and mommy's saying one thing and daddy's saying something else mm -hmm. um in regards to discipline in the child that is imp important as well. You have to make sure that you're on the same page as with that. Um, I have okay, a question. Did you decide that before you got married? That's the that's the title of the podcast. Anywho, did you decide that before you got married or during? Just just to throw it in. Just to throw it in. <laughs> just to throw it in there. <laughs> or um or after you got married in terms of for you know what you just spoke about the couple couple goals etc so somewhere before somewhere um during marriage or okay. after marriage um so before as i said marital counseling or premarital counseling was important in regards to um opening our eyes to building wealth and um we have um a, a shared friend um uh, came in for um elder dr yvette Mm. Um, um, she made this be beautiful point when she was going through um, premarital counseling. Um, when you guys come together, right, and you have a bill, who's going to take care of that bill? 
if you guys don't communicate about it, you know, who's gonna take care of the water bill? Okay, so um, my wife's thinking that I am gonna take care of the water bill, and I'm thinking she's gonna take care of the water bill. Mm -hmm. The water bill come, nobody pays for it. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> the mortgage come, nobody pays for it. You know, so you have to communicate. You have to decide. Okay, we're some couples do this. I'm, I'm not a proponent of it, but if you're gonna have separate bank accounts, if you're gonna have joint bank accounts, um, if you're gonna have joint bank accounts and separate personal bank account, you know, you mm -hmm. have to discuss those things. Um, for me, this is just me personally. Everything is joint because, say, for example, one day something horrific happens and I pass. Um, my secret bank account isn't going to be beneficial to my wife because she doesn't know about it. And mm -hmm. I don't know what she's going to encounter once I'm no longer there. So I want to make sure that she's taken care of just in case an unforeseen, unforeseen accident happens or something dire happens. We live in a world with COVID right now. <laughs> Anything could happen, you know. So, you know, communication to me is very important in regards to just everything overall. Hopefully I answered that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Communication is key because, I mean, the truth is that you're not mind readers, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, in order to even know what those goals are, it must be communicated. Mm -hmm. um, what's one thing that you wish that you had known before you got married? Uh, oh, that is actually a good question. One um, thing that would have changed the dynamics for you would have helped a bit to prepare you. Okay, one thing that would have changed the dynamics. Um, for me personally, because I'm still in school, I, I wish I would have um, finish school first because mm. um, working and going to school and being married is kind of tough so that's 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 the only thing apart from that I don't think there's anything else that you know my wife is quirky I'm quirky <laughs> um you know you know my wife is uh to the point and very precise about everything say if I say something a little bit off she wants clarification mm -hmm. um you know like if I said if I say, you know, the gray coach is in the corner, she's like, okay, which one of the coaches, the one piece, the two piece, which one do you want to put in the corner? She wants you to be precise. Mm -hmm. um, and that has forced me to actually change how I communicate with her. So it helps you to grow as a person, as, 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 as I've stated before, as well. It helps to, you know, make you a better person. And I, I didn't say this as, as well. Um, before trust is an important issue mm. my wife has the password to my phone to everything um you can't go in a relationship if there isn't trust so i see sometimes on tiktok or um instagram live or reels or whatever where um the husband is they're doing a titanic scene and the wife gets the husband phone and you know the husband is gonna die or the, the boyfriend is going to die and comes <laughs> back and pulls the phone and goes down with it 
you don't, <laughs> you don't have to do that if you're in a relationship guys you should have some level of trust um so that if my phone is ringing babe can you answer that for me um if i die my wife and there's information in my phone you know i have their, their apps that have our stock portfolio in there and i'm in charge of that she needs access to my phone to be able to check those stock portfolios make sure that we're you know if something happens to me that she has control over it mm-hmm. you know so trust communication those are two of the most important things when it comes to having a healthy relationship right and i want our people to understand though that even though she has the access to um your phone for me personally if somebody thinks that they need to be in your phone to investigate or whatever then there is an also an issue of trust exactly exactly um yeah so the moment it gets there it means that you know you don't trust the person mm-hmm. um and that t- that has to do with a level of maturity as well so mm-hmm. when i was a teenager i was one of those persons that wanted to see my girlfriend's phone because there was no trust i wasn't you know mature enough to deal with our relationship was at that time or at, at that age but i've been know, there <laughs> yeah <laughs> When you grow up and you mature and you become, you know, a, a better woman or a better man, you get to learn more about yourself. Then you realize that you don't have to do those things. Yeah, and also once you get to that point, though, more once you get to that exactly. point where you even feel that you need to check your husband's phone to see what he's up to, mm-hmm. you already have wrong. a trust issue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly um so yeah <laughs> that, that's that's when we need a counselor to come involved and talk to us. <laughs> yes you talk about counseling like what would you do if there was an issue that you two couldn't solve on your own are you open to going to counseling um yes definitely well yeah um for me, and I'm really thankful to my parents and my wife's parents for this. Um, nobody knows my wife better than her parents. Mm-hmm. So um, before we got married, I am old school. I know I'm young, but I'm old school. I called <laughs> my wife's father and asked for his daughter's hand in marriage. Oh. And um, one of the things that he mentioned to me was, you know, my daughter can be difficult at times. So if ever... A time comes when you need somebody to talk to. <laughs> I'm here for you. So that, that, that to me, that was um, a really wonderful thing and an awesome gesture from him. And my parents have done, have done the same thing. My sister has done the same thing for my wife um, in terms of if, if ever I'm being difficult, you know, she can call my parents and, or my sister and um, you know, they'll, they'll get me in check, <laughs> so to speak. Mm. Um, so uh, I, we, have, we have those avenues, but if we could not utilize our parents or, you know, our siblings, um, I, yes, I would, I would take the advice of a counselor. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I always ask this question as well. Um, 
do you think that the the church played an integral role in the foundation of your marriage your the church that you were attending at the time um so the pastor and his wife did the, the pastor and his wife were the people that we had premarital counseling with okay at that time before we got married so yes those two individuals did play an in, in, a very important integral part um and laying the foundation of what it entails or what is expected in a healthy marriage in a healthy relationship so i'm truly thankful um those two individuals and at the same time you know our parents did as well um because my wife has had the opportunity to see what a healthy relationship was like by her parents they've been married for at least 30 years i will not say anything more than that to put mm. my wife's age out there <laughs> <laughs> um, and the same thing for my parents so um that was really healthy and beneficial for us um and for me personally because i got to see what a healthy relationship like in regards to what what is what a man's responsibilities are in regards to taking care of his family his household um in regards to communication no relationship is perfect that's that's the first no relationship is perfect everybody's gonna have hard times but you get to see how your parents dealt with those hard times mm. and how that can help you in in regards to dealing with your hard times or your challenges when they come because mm. even sorry, sorry even we're christians you know jesus's walk on earth wasn't easy as well he, he, you know he died for our sins so there're going to be times when we face challenges as well as christians and as people in general um so not every day is a bitter rose guys not every day is christmas so to speak you know there's new years and halloween so there're going to be some challenging times of hell so you just need to know how to deal with those once those time you know the once those time arise or mm-hmm. it's i'm listening to you and i'm i'm my brain is going at a thousand miles per hour because it seems to me that healthy relationships as in coming from healthy relationships breeds healthy relationships as well because you're talking about you know the example that your wife had and also the example that you had in your own household what's one thing that you learned from your parents and brought over into your marriage um so from my parents my mom is a very strong woman she's an extremely strong woman so she um so at times i learned from my dad that you need to know when to just take a step back and just allow um your wife to have her um i learned this from my an elderly jewish couple as well the wife said this to me um, and i thought it was very amusing women are not always right they're never wrong <laughs> <laughs> i found that very amusing um but as a man you need to know when to swallow your pl- your pride and you need to know when to say that you're sorry and you know make your wife leave cuz i'm not going to always make the right decisions right? there've been countless times when my wife has made 
way better decisions than I have. Um, and that's something I, I learned from my parents. Um, you know, as, 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 as I said, my mom is a strong woman. So I learned from my dad that at times he has to let her be in charge and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. It, 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 you're not going to become emasculated guys if you're making your wife um, take the lead on a particular issue. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, you know, there are strong women in the Bible as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. The got chastised for, for, for Mary Magdalene because she was washing um, Jesus' uh, foot with her hair and putting perfume on him before he was he was going to become crucified and being buried. Was, he said it was a good thing. Yeah. So you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong, wrong with that. Guys. Yeah. And we also have the example of Abigail um, as well, who was a strong wife and she mm -hmm. did the right thing, which in essence saved her husband's life. Exactly. Um, but what I'm hearing from you is that mutual submission so mm -hmm. you, she, I mean, your wife submits to you, but you also yield to her sometimes exactly. in certain areas. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nice. Okay. Um, and it's been four years, right? Yes, it has. We celebrated our 40th anniversary July 22nd of this year. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so I've pretty much asked all that I want to ask. Is there anything that you'd like to say before we end our conversation? Any one last word to our male or female listeners? Um, sure, uh, like I said, guys, at times, um, there's, there's nothing wrong with your spouse, your wife, um, taking the lead on a particular issue. Um, you don't have to feel emasculated. You know, there, there's a thing as male pride, you don't have to succumb to it. Um, communicate with each other, make sure you guys are on the same page with, with everything. Trust each other. And if you can, I would suggest finding uh, someone who has been married for a while Mm -hmm. and get premarital counseling mm. um, opens your eyes to a lot of different things that you weren't thinking about before you get married and that's the line that's the line that we are going to finish with St. George, thank you so, so, so much for being here. Really enjoyed this conversation. Um, you have broken ground here on the podcast by being our first male guest, and I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. It was my pleasure, Dr. Terry. I really appreciate this opportunity as well. Thank you for allowing me to be the first male guest here. I hope... Um, I gave some good advice. You did, um, definitely and, did. And uh, you know, just that's final, final thought. Go Manchester United. Oh my gosh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>